See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm going to let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not going to dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic, like a loaded M16 without a trained Marine to pull the trigger. And in the case of the telephone, my killers, my killers who will not take no for an answer, my fucking warriors, who will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or fucking dies! You'd be ferocious. You'd be relentless. You'd be telephone fucking terrorist! Now let's knock this motherfucker out of the park! What up, my fellow Knicks fans? This is your guy, Marcellus Ease, and don't panic quite yet. Now, things are going to get hectic the next couple of weeks with the draft upcoming, the league making a quick announcement for a quick turnaround for the league to start back up, and NBA front offices are going to be scrambling left and right, as especially the Knicks, we got a lot of moves, a lot of a lot of opportunity out there for us to make deals. Now, before we get to this week's quick hits, I want you guys to check out the description below. Check out my weekly gems. We got music playlists, different types of books and articles to keep you in the know. We even got a ton of cookbooks in there in case you guys are shuffling it up during the quarantine. We even got stylish stuff if you guys want to keep up with your fashion. All these gems are pretty dope. You can download it straight into your phone. Check it out. Now, there's a lot of different moving parts in play right now. The league actually came to an agreement to start up December 22nd on a 72-game schedule. Now, the draft will still be November 18th. But also, on the 20th, two days later, free agency negotiations could start up around 6 p.m. Guys can cut deals, but they can't sign them until November 22nd at 12.01 p.m. Now, our Knicks and many other teams are going to be scrambling this whole week to start cutting deals. A lot of things are still murky in the air. We got the draft coming up with a lot of teams that are on the very top of the draft board are very shaky on remaining there, and they're looking to cut deals to get out of that spot. And also, within free agency, there's going to be a lot of players moving around, especially beyond free agency. Teams are going to be looking to make trades. Maybe guys that are on restricted deals are going to be looking to be moved. But just sticking back to the league starting back up again, it seems like the league and the TV partners, because they're not sure if fans are going to be guaranteed to be in the stands, came into an agreement to start up the season a lot earlier because they don't want to compete with the Olympics. And also, they want to keep the NBA schedule in check because they don't want to compete with their other programs that they have set scheduled, like the NFL. And it seems like some of their revenues are down. We've seen this week alone that ESPN announced another round of layoffs. So we already know they're sweating bullets. And by the way, I'll provide a link in the description below. You guys can check out my breakdown of some of those current ESPN layoffs and what does it really mean. And we're starting to understand some of the sentiment that they expressed earlier through the summer against Kyrie when he had his pushback against starting up the bubble. So just going back to the negotiations between the owners and the players, but mainly the key piece to keep everything in check was the players and the owners coming into an agreement because the players were supposed to take up almost about 40% escrow tax this upcoming season, additional to the other taxes and fees that they have on their checks. But they came in agreement with the owners to start up the season early to reduce that escrow tax and spread it out through two years. So it seems like the players are going to be paying 18% for the next two years 
But also, you got to factor in this season, they're playing less games. So they're already not going to get paid for that. A lot of these players are taking pay cuts on the low. They're just trying to find the best way to disguise this. But if they start letting fans in the arenas, the players can actually get back more of that escrow tax that's going to get withheld from their checks. Because the league right now, like I said before, man, everything's in fluctuation right now. But the league right now is announcing that depending on the market, teams could actually fill their arenas up to a certain point in capacity. But it's really strange because you could actually avoid getting tested coming into the arena depending on how much money you spend. For example, the luxury seats could be seated at 25% capacity, but not be required for people to get tested. Meanwhile, if you sit at least 30 feet from the court, you're going to have to have results from a test at least two days before. But then again, you think about it, you could get COVID within those two days. It's just a lot of this doesn't make any sense. And also in the luxury seats, it could be at 50% capacity, but everybody would have to get tested. But then again, if you're not 30 feet from the court, you don't have to get tested. This is where things start looking funny. Is it about safety or is it about just how much money they could generate? Here's one perfect example here. The league right now is allowing all teams to have a full practice with at least 10 players. But unfortunately for the Knicks, we've had three trainers test positive recently at our facility. And we had to shut everything down. So I'm pretty sure the league is going to implement different protocols now. Now for next season, the league also implemented a few different changes to spice up the playoffs where they're allowing the 7th through 10th seed to participate in a knockout tournament where the 7th and 8th seed will face each other and the winner will just be the 7th seed. The loser will go on to face the winner of the 9th and 10th seed game and then whoever wins in that next matchup will become the new 8th seed. That'll actually work out pretty well to keep the bottom of the Eastern Conference during that playoff knockout round very interesting. But it sucks for the Western Conference because I'm pretty sure those teams work their ass off just to be the seventh or eighth seed because it's so damn competitive. Now, with all these announcements, I'm surprised the league didn't come to a conclusion for the dates for the qualifying offers, the team options, the rookie extensions. They're eventually going to set that date, I believe, this Friday. And it'll be very important for us because we have guys like Wayne Ellington, Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis. They all have team options that got to be picked up before the season start. And also, when you look at guys like Kevin Knox, the Knicks have to pick up his option for the following season. But if they don't, he will be an unrestricted free agent entering the final year of his rookie deal for 2022. Now, with the short notice because of the draft being on the 18th and the free agency signings literally beginning two days later, a lot of teams are scrambling right now. And the draft is even making it harder for teams to even focus on free agency, particularly teams that are at the very top of the draft board. Now, because of the pandemic, teams have had limited access to some of these draftees. And then in addition to that, a lot of teams at the very top of the draft board, they shouldn't necessarily be there, especially the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors, because this year's top talent in the draft actually is in positions in which these teams already have filled. This week alone, we've seen Wiseman make comments about not wanting to be in Minnesota because they already have one star big man. He kind of wants to be the focal point of a team which that alone already throws another monkey wrench into the draft because now Minnesota definitely wants to trade out of their position. And then with the second pick, the Golden State Warriors is going to probably take the next talent best available, which is a guard, which they already have two guys in that position. So most likely they'll be trying to move that pick or maybe even trying to take Minnesota's pick so they can get a big man. I mean, overall, this shit's kind of a mess. 
and then you add on at the same time these guys are doing zoom workouts in my opinion i expect a lot of trades to be done in this year's draft pick up the phone and start dialing who knows it might be an unprecedented amount but also speaking of hyped up lamello ball nick fans keep this in mind this guy his australian league ended last year in november so he hasn't played ball in over a year so let's just say there was no pandemic and on a regular schedule that means lamella ball would have been drafted at least with a seven month layoff compared to his other draftees that probably played all the way up until march so when you add the pandemic on top of it that means this kid had almost a year off without playing organized ball so you guys keep this in mind this is probably why he's falling in the draft on top of all the other question marks they already have on him yeah with this year's draft there's just ain't no telling i believe a lot of teams are kind of bullshitting on what players they're about to take just to get other teams to bite so they can get their gems there's going to be a few gems in this draft that end up getting drafted way later and having a much better output than some of the players that are kind of hyped up because even when you look at the college players there's not that much to go by because even their season got cut short because of the pandemic but there will be opportunity for all the teams they just got to do their scouting and speaking of opportunity there's still a lot of opportunity for teams like the Knicks who can spend a lot of money and take advantage of some of the fluctuation financially that's going on throughout the league. Now, the reason why I'm stating this is because the league had kept the cap at $109 million and teams could spend up to $132 million in exceptions before they hit that tax threshold, which is pretty much the same as last season. But the only difference is now the cap is projected to go up only by 2% per year, which will kind of create a dilemma for teams that are not trying to spend because the plays that they already have on their team, their salary increases five to 8% per year. So this will be a very interesting spot to see in the upcoming years where teams like the Knicks could take advantage of this and make deals to try to get those guys on their team. Because this week alone, we're seeing rumors of James Harden and Russell Westbrook question the direction of the Houston Rockets. Because the Rockets will eventually fall into this situation, especially with an owner like Tillman Fertitta, who's been very cheap ever since he's purchased the team. But the Rockets are a perfect example because they have guys whose contracts are already pretty much locked in and they're climbing up per year five to eight percentage points but with the league salary cap only projected to go up two percent it would basically limit the rockets on how much they can improve their team especially if their owner is trying to avoid that luxury tax so the timing of the contracts become very important when the rookies are gonna go up the pay scale when the mid-level guys are going up the pay scale when some guys come off the books and then when the higher end guys like james harden and russell westbrook go up the pay scale they got to start managing the timing of these contracts in order to have enough room to avoid the tax while trying to improve their team this is why guys like james harden and westbrook will eventually become frustrated i'm not saying the knicks definitely have to go after these guys but i'm just giving you an example of opportunities that can open up with other teams because other teams that don't have good timing with the contracts right now, they could eventually start climbing up this pay scale, which they're not expecting to because they probably signed these contracts when they were expecting a salary cap to go up at least by like eight to nine million dollars per year. But now it's only going up 2%. Just pay attention to the financials at the end of the day, because I'm telling you, some of these owners, particularly in some of these markets, they're sweating bullets. We already seen the Utah Jazz ownership sell the team. There's going to be plenty of opportunity that's going to come up for guys to make deals. 
Last but not least, Ron Artest was with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson talking about the 1999 NBA draft, the lockout year where the Knicks went to the finals. And who would have thought, man, Ron Artest should have been on the Knicks this whole time. But eventually he came up on some money before the pre-draft. And you already know how that is. He went out, he turned up, he got lit, and he missed a fucking workout. Damn. That's pretty much the story of the Knicks of the 2000s, man. Because that same shit happened to Brandon Jennings. He did some shit where he kind of missed the Knicks workout and then they kind of just passed over him. You guys check it out. I want to be a Nick. Absolutely, I want to be a Nick. <laughs> you want Absolutely, to be a Nick. Man. I, and I'm always, that's why I'm happy for all the smoke because I get to talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I want to talk about it. Like, like the Knicks, man. Because um, they passed or they picked someone else. Yeah, Wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they picked this guy. Whatever, I didn't care. Even if he was better than me, I didn't care. But I'm like the 15th pick. And I was telling my agent, I want to go to the Knicks. <laughs> Tell these other teams, please. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I wasn't, I was a kid. I didn't know how to express that. But, but this is what happened to the Knicks. I was going there. I'm telling you exactly. I, I fucked that. Let me tell you how I fuck it up. <laughs> so by this time, I'm partying hard. Because I know I'm about to get, run into some cash. Right? <laughs> 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 Tripping. So I'm out. I got fucked up at Flamingo's. I was at Flamingo's. Got twisted. Go back to the hotel. So I'm drunk, and I like I I, I, I can't make it to practice. I can't make it to the to the practice show. The, to the try to, to the, the workout. To, to the workout. To the next workout. Yeah. To the workout. <laughs> tripping. I tell these dudes, show I can't make it. Like, can I please come next time? Can you just have me back? That's what I told them. Oh, that's <laughs> we'll talk. Crazy, that's what happened. That's what happened, right? So. So oh, I'm like, well, crazy, in my man. mind, I'm thinking I'm going to the Knicks. <laughs> so like, so it don't matter what I do. I'm going to the Knicks, right? Regardless. This is me right here. I'm going to the Knicks. I ain't doing here. Then I went to the next, you know, 16th pick. I was a Chicago Bull. Yep. Mm. But the Knicks, I was like, wow, I always picture myself in a Knicks jersey. What pick did the Knicks have that years year? Old. You know what I'm saying? They had the 15th pick. Also, oh, right before the Knicks picked 15th, and yeah, the they didn't pick, pick you. The Bulls picked you next. The Bulls picked me next, which I was happy. You know, Michael Jordan is, you know, the history. Right, right. You know, I was like, well, I just compete, you know. And New York or Chicago, yeah. Chicago was an amazing experience. Amazing experience. You know, I, so I had the Knicks shorts under my suit and the shirt. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So you was going to come out there already in uniform. Yes. Already in uniform. I'm fucking take the shit off. <laughs> he was ready to go. Hey, when, when's tip off? You just grabbed oh me. Let's let fucking go. Could you imagine we would have got to rip his shit off, though? <laughs> That's how was I already. about the I, I felt like I felt like I could even after up. you said fuck, I what? can't make the workout. It was yeah, like it is what it is. I'm still going to run from here, right? He said it is what it is. What you gonna do? We wild, we're right? Nice. Straight up. Right. We nice. He said, but we nice. we're trying to nice. win a title. Hell yeah! You figure out how to put the team together to win the title. Hey, that yeah. would have been big though, because they oh, oh for some reason God. they always miss on draft picks. Imagine someone from there. At that time, at 23, I thought we would have been playoff contenders in mm. New York. Who was on that team so at the time? You recall? That was, what, 99? that 99? That was nope. your rookie year? 99, 99, 99. But I still respect them players. They had made a run for the finals around that time, right? They did. I, 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 yeah. thought, I thought I could have backed up Sprewell. And Hell yeah. They lost to San Antonio in the short season, 99, the short season. Yeah, yeah. Just play some defense, get the hell out of the game. Hell, can you imagine year. Ron coming off the bench? 50-something games. But it's, uh, but it's also, like, I don't want to down the Knicks. I love the Knicks, like, I know people talk about Dolan, whatever the case may be. 
I'm a Nick fan. Right. So I'm like, I'm a fan, like a real fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I want to see him do well. You know, always, even the years I wasn't there, I was always like a real the fan. The what ifs. If this motherfucker didn't get yeah. drunk at Flamingos, he could have been a Nick. Yeah, Flamingos. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. That's classic. That shit is classic. Can you imagine that 99 team had Brown Artest coming off the bench and in the following years to come with Marbury? Man, uh, it is what it is. Later this week, there's going to be more announcements from the league. We'll see how this goes, but it's going to be a hectic week. Draft day coming, boy. Them phones are going to be ringing. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Until next time, y'all stay safe. Peace.